to another episode of Warrior Cats the Series. I'm your host, Sharpstar. Today we will be reading chapters 29 and, tw- and 30. So, um, and these are the last two chapters of this book. Next episode we will be reading, um, the third book. Um, I forget what it's called. But yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Okay, now we can read chapter 29. I almost said 21. As the den grew lighter, Willapelt woke up. Fireheart watched as she rose and stretched, then pushed her way out of the den. He gave a last glance at Graystripe's sleeping form and followed her. It stopped snowing, he meowed, desperate to break the ghostly silence that enfolded the snowbound camp. His voice echoed around the clearing, and Willapelt nodded. A rustling noise accompanied the scent of Terror Claw and Running Wing as they emerged from the den. They they settled themselves beside Willapel to wash. Ready for the Dawn Patrol, Fireheart thought. He wondered if he should go offer to join them, since he could do do with a run through the woods. But part of him wanted to stay behind and keep an eye on Graystripe. Spudleaf's words stayed heavy in his heart. He couldn't shake off the idea that Graystripe was having, was the warrior he would not he could not trust. Graystripe insisted his relationship with Silverstream didn't change his loyalty to the clan, but how could it not? He was breaking the warrior code just by seeing her. Suddenly, Tigerclaw lifted his head as through he smelled something. Fireheart tensed, his ears twitched. He could hear paws. Crushing through the snow and the distance, moving fast. The breeze carried the scent of one clan. The paws grew louder as one. The warriors stiffened. A cat was rushing toward them through the gorse tunnel. Terraclaw arched his back and hissed as one whisker burst through into the clearing. The one clan warrior skated to a halt in front of them, his eyes filled with dread. Shadow Clan and River Clan, he gasped. They're, at, they're attacking our camp. We're outnumbered outnumbered and fighting for our lives. Tallstar refuses to be driven out this time. You must hope or my clan will be wiped out. Bluestar bounded out of her den. All eyes turned from one whisker to her. I heard, she mewed. Without hunting, without without mounting the high rock, the center clan leader gave the yell she used to call the clan together. together. One whisker's fearsome filled the clearing as, as he watched the cats emerge from the morning light. As soon as the clan had gathered, Blue Star began. There's no time to waste, as we feared. Shadow Clan and River Clan has joined together, and now they're attacking the Wind Clan camp. We must help them. She paused and looked around at the faces staring back at her in dismay. One whisker stood beside her, listening silently with wide, hopeful eyes. Firestar was appalled after the rogue cats had been discovered. He thought Nightstar could be trusted. Now it seemed the Shadow Clan leader had broken the warrior code after all by uniting with River Clan to drive one clan from their home yet again. But we are a leaf bear weak, protested Patchpo. We've taken a risk for one clan once before. Let them take care of the, their selves, themselves this time. A few murmurs of, of agreement rose from the elders and queens. It was Tiger Claw who answered him. Sorry. It was Tigerclaw who answered him, stepping forward to stand beside Blue Star. 
You're right to be cautious, Patchbell. Both Shadow Clan and River Clan have united. It is only a matter ma- matter of time before they turn on us. It's better we fight now with Wind Clan l- than later alone. Blue Star helped at look. Blue Star looked at Patchbell, who closed his eyes and lifted his tail, accepting Tiger Claw's words. The elephant pushed her way forward and spoke quietly to the leader. I think you should remain behind in the camp, Blue Star. The fever from the green cough may have gone, but you still be you, you but you'll still be weak. The two cats exchanged a look that Fireheart understood with a jolt. Blue Star was on her ninth and final life. For the sake of the clan, she could not afford to risk in, it in battle. Blue Star nodded briskly. Tigerclaw, I want you to organize two parties, one to head, head the attack, one to back it up. We need to get there as fast as we can. Yes, Blue Star. Tigerclaw turned to the warriors. Whitestorm, you'll head the second party. I'll head the first. I'll take Darkstripe, Mouse Longtail, Deathpelt, and Fireheart. Fireheart lifted his head as Tigerclaw called his name, feeling a thrill run through him. He was he was to join the lead party. You, Tigerclaw called to one whisker. What's your name? The one clan warrior looked at Tigerclaw, looked startled, startled by Tigerclaw's tone. Fireheart answered for him. One whisker, he mewed. Tigerclaw nodded, barely pausing to look at Fireheart. One whisker, you'll be in my party. The rest of the Thunder Clan warriors will join Whitestorm. You too, Brackenpaw. Are we all ready? Called Tigerclaw. The warriors raised their heads and let out a battle claw cry. Tigerclaw charged for the gorse tunnel, and they raced after him. Up the ravine, they climbed into the forest. They were heading for the four, tree- for four trees in the uplands beyond. Fireheart glanced over his shoulder as he ran through the trees. Graystripe was near the back, his face grim, his eyes blink- blanky, staring blankly ahead. Fireheart wondered if Silverstream would be at the battle. Fireheart felt a pang of sorrow for his friend, but this time he had no doubts about his own readiness to fight. After bringing one clan home, he couldn't help feeling responsible for them. He would not let any clan drive them back to those Thunderpath tunnels. Swileaf's fragrance filled his nostrils once more, and Fireheart's fur prickled. Beware of a warrior you cannot trust. This was going to be a difficult battle in more ways than one. Graystripe would have no choice about proving his loyalty now. Even through the snow had stopped falling. It was hard work. It was hard work getting through the drifts, and an icy crest formed over the top of the snow. But the warriors were heavy enough to break through and sink into the softer snow underneath. Tigerclaw, Willowpelchia sounded from the rear. The deputy halted and turned. We're being followed, Willowpelt Willow called. His words sent up a quiver of alarm through Fireheart. Had they run into a trap? Quietly, the patrol retraced its paw steps, alert and suspicious now. A, a snow-laden branch creaked above, making Brackenpaw jump. Wait, hissed Tigerclaw. The cats crouched in, deep snow, in the deep snow. Fireheart could hear the noise of paw steps heading toward them. They sounded light, like like small paws stepping delicately over the top of the ice crest. With a sinking heart, Fireheart guessed who it was. A heartbeat before Cloudkit and Brindleface's two kits appeared from behind a log. Tigerclaw reared up at, up at them, and the kit squealed in fright. 
The warrior recognized him instantly and dropped onto all four paws. What are you doing here? He spied. We wanted to join the battle, meowed Cloudkit. Fireheart winced. Fireheart, called Tigerclaw. Fireheart hurried forward, and the war dark warrior spat into immediately, impatiently. You brought this kit into the can clan. You deal with it. Fireheart looked into Tigerclaw's blazing eyes. He knew that the deputy was trying to force him to choose. Fireheart could either join the battle party and fight for the clan, or take of his kitty pet clan or take care of his kitty pet can. The whole patrol waited in silence for Fireheart to speak. Fireheart knew he would choose to fight for the clan, but he couldn't sacrifice his sister's kit. Cloudkit and the others must be taken home safely by another cat. But which warrior could could the raiding party do without? Brackenpaw. Fireheart called to Graystripe's apprentice, please take these kits home. Fireheart waited for Graystripe to eject. But the Grey Warrior remained silent as Fireheart ordered his apprentice back to the camp. Brackenpaw's tail drooped, and Fireheart felt a stab of guilt. There will be plenty more battles for you to fight, he promised. But, Fireheart, you said that one day we would fight side by side. Cloudkit's protest rang th through the trees. Tigerclaw shot Fireheart a mocking look. Fireheart felt his fur prickle uncomfortably as amusement rippled through the patrol at the tiny kit's words, but he refused to show his embarrassment. One day we will, he meowed, but not today. The white kit's shoulders sagged, and Fireheart let out a sigh of relief as he watched Cloudkit re reluctantly join the other kits following Brackham Paul back to the camp. I'm surprised by your choice, Fireheart, Tigerclaw sneered. I didn't expect you to be so keen to fight this battle. Fireheart stared at Tigerclaw and felt the blood pulse through him, so that his whole body throbbed with rage. If only you were keen too, he retorted. You'd give the battle cry instead of keeping us here while when, when clan warriors die. Tigerclaw flashed him a look of loathing, threw back his head, and yowled to the sky before charging on toward the one clan camp. Fireheart and the others raced after him. Passed four trees to the steep, steep slope that led to the uplands. They bounded up, their paws noiselessly by this, their paws made noiseless by the snow. When they reached the top, Fireheart was battered by a howling wind that turned to his ear, turned his ears inside out. The Windclan hunting grounds looked more barren than ever. The gorse hidden by a layer of snow. Fireheart. You know the way to the Windclan camp, yelled Tireclaw above the wind. Lead us there. He sh she slowed to let Fireheart pass. Fireheart wondered if the deputy didn't trust Windwhisker enough to let the Windclan warrior guide them. He looked back at the gray strip, hoping for some help. But the gray warrior had his head bowed low and his shoulders hunched miserably by the wind buffeted his th as the wind buffeted his thick fur. There would be a little hope there. Fireheart turned his eyes to Starclan and sent up a prayer for guidance. He was surprised to find that he recognized the shape of the land even beneath the snow. There was there was the badger set and the rock Graystripe had climbed to get a better view. He followed the counters he remembered from his journey with Graystripe until he reached the dip in the land that marked Windclan's camp. Fireheart paused at the rim of the hollow. Down down there, he, he meowed, for a heartbeat, the wind dropped, and below they heard the sounds of battle screams, and Hauza's cat furiously fought with the with cat. 
and that is the end of chapter uh, 29. Uh, We'll take a quick break and read chapters 30. Bye. Okay, welcome back from the break. Now we can read chapter 30. Tireclaw addressed the warriors in a fierce hiss that carried us through the blizzard. White Storm, wait until you hear my battle cry. One Whisker, you lead us through the camp entrance. We'll take care of the rest. One Whisker began to race down the slope toward the snow-covered bushes. Tireclaw thundered after him, dark stripe at his heels. Fireheart charged behind the sleek gray tabby through the narrow tunnel that led into one clan camp. The gorse was so de- the gorse was as dense as sharp as he remembered. Graystripe and the other warriors stayed at the top of the slope, a fresh wave of attack ready to strike after the entitled barrage. Fireheart skidded to a halt, reeling at the sight of the uh, sight that greeted him in the camp clearing. Last time he'd been there in search of the scent trail that would lead him, them to the missing clan. The place had been deserted and silent. Now the clearing swarmed with writhing, screeching, fighting cats. One whisker had been right. The one clan cats were hopelessly outnumbered. A fresh party of Shadow Clan and River Clan warriors waited at the edge of the clearing, but one one clan could spare no backup group. The whole clan was fighting, apprentices, elders, warriors, and queens. Fireheart spotted Morningflower wrestling with a Shadow Clan warrior. The one clan queen looked exhausted and frightened, her fur standing in ragged clumps. So she nimbly turned and scratched her attacker, but he was much bigger and knocked her easily to the ground with a heavy blow. With a howl, Fireheart leaped and landed squarely on the shoulders of the Shadow Clan Tom. He clung on while the surprised warriors spun and tried to shake him off, loo- shake him loose. Morningflower raked the Tom with her claws as Fireheart dragged him to the ground. The Shadow Clan warrior screeched and ripped himself free. He ran into the prickly camp wall and pushed his way through and pushed his way through. Morningflower shot a grateful glance at Fireheart and turned back to the battle. Fireheart looked around, shaking drops of blood from his nose. The fresh patrols of Shadow Clan and River Clan cats joined the fight now. Thunder Clan's arrival had evened the numbers for a while, but now the second party was needed. Fireheart heard Tigerclaw's bat- battle cry ring out, and a moment later, Whitestorm exploded into the clearing, followed by Graystripe, Runningwing, and the rest of the Thunder Clan warriors. Fireheart grabbed a River Clan warrior and, trip- and tripped him with one paw and, ho- and hold- holding him down with another. He rolled the tom over and thrashed at his belly with his hind claws. The river clan and the cat leaped away and crashed into a one clan warrior. The warrior turned and surprised. In surprise, Fireheart recognized one whisker straight away and watched as he reared and attacked the river clan tom without a moment's pause. Fireheart could see the fire in one whisker's eyes. He could leave. He could leave him to finish this fight. A familiar hiss caught Fireheart's attention. Graystripe was battling with a gray shadow clan cat. It was Wetfoot, a warrior who had helped them ri- get fight to to rid Shadow Clan of Broken Star. 
The two warriors were well matched. Graystripe thrust Wetfoot away with his back legs and spun around, looking for another cat to attack. Fireheart could see a river clan cat right behind Graystripe above the din of battle. He heard the blood roar in his ears. Would Graystripe attack one of Silverstone's fellow warriors? Graystripe leaped, and Fireheart held his breath. But instead of jumping onto the river clan cat, Graystripe sailed over him and landed instead on the on the back of another Shadow Clan warrior. Fireheart heard Tigerclaw call his name. He twisted his head and saw the warrior at the ed- other ed- end of the clearing. Fighting, the fighting was thick up there, with the cats up from all the clans battling together. As he charged through to the Thunder Clan deputy, Fireheart felt leopard leopard fur grasp his hind leg, pulling him down. You, you! He hissed the River Clan deputy. They had met last at the gorge to where White Claw had died. Fireheart threw her off and flipped over onto his back. Too late, he realized that he'd exposed his soft belly. Leopardfur didn't waste a moment. She reared up and came down on Fireheart with all her might. Fireheart felt the wind knock out of him before the thorn, thorn-sharp claws dug into his belly. He screamed in agony as his. Sorry, I thought someone was calling my name. He screamed in agony as his eyes rolled. He saw a tiger claw at the side of the clearing, watching him with cold, expressionless eyes. Tiger claw, Fireheart howled, help me. But tiger claw didn't move. He just stared as leopard fall, leopard fur clawed Fireheart again and again. Sheer rage gave Fireheart the strength he needed. He fought through the pain, drew back his hind legs, and pushed up pushed up against Leopard Fur's belly as hard as he could. Fireheart saw a look of shock on the deputy's face as he, his kick lifted the warrior and flung her halfway across, across the clearing. Fireheart struggled, struggled to his paws and glared at Tigerclaw, burning with pain and rage. Tigerclaw met his gaze with a look of undis- undisguised hatred and leaped away into the thick of the battle. A blow on the back of his head knocked Fireheart off balance. He staggered and turned sea stone fur. The River Clan warrior was preparing to aim another swipe, but Fireheart ducked out of the way and shoved stone fur straight into White Storm. The Thunder Clan cat wiped around, whipped around, and grasped stone fur by the scruff of, scruff of his neck. Fireheart tried to dart forward and help help the white furred warrior, but claws held him back, digging into a into his haunches. He twisted to see who it was, and glimpsed the gray fur. It was Silverstream. The she cat's face was twisted with battle rage as she reared up at him. Blood was dripping into her eyes, and Fireheart could tell she she hadn't recognized him. She drew back a paw, and he saw her long claws flash as she prepared to swipe at him. Fireheart screwed up his eyes, bracing himself for the blow. He heard an agony, a familiar yell, yeah, Silverstream. No, Graystripe thought Fire. Graystripe thought Fireheart. Silverstream hesitated, looked, and shook her head, and recognized Fireheart with a muttered gasp. Gasp. She dropped back down to all four paws, her eyes wide with shock. Fireheart ret- retreated instinctively, his blood flame with battle. Without thinking, he leaped onto the back of a river clan, uh, of the river clan she cat and pinned her to the ground. She didn't struggle as she, as he drew back his head and prepared to give her a vicious bite on her shoulder. But as Fireheart realized his head, as Fireheart raised his head, he felt Graystripe's eyes boring into him. 
Grey Warrior was watching in horror from the edge of the battle. The look of pain and disbelief in his friend's eyes brought Fireheart to his senses. He stopped, sheathed his claws, and loosened the grip, his grip on Silverstream. The she-cat slipped away from him and disappeared into the surrounding gorse. Fireheart stared, still in shock, as Grey Stripe raced after her. Fireheart felt as if he were still being watched. He looked around, and his eyes met dark, stripe, dark stripes on on the other side of the clearing. Fireheart flinched. Graystripe affair had forced him into disloyalty to Sun and Clan after all. He had let his enemy warrior go. How much had Darkstripe seen? Just then, Fireheart heard one running wing yell for the help. The tabby warrior was grappling desperately with Nightstar. Shadow Clan's, the Shadow Clan leader's treacher, the Shadow Clan's treacherous leader. Fireheart darted through the throng to running wing's side without pausing to think. Fireheart leaped, grabbing, leaped, grabbing Nightstar from behind. The Black Warrior howled in rage, rage as Fireheart pulled him backwards, backward, and sank his claws into deep into Nightstar's fur. He had fought side by side with his, this warrior only a few moons, moons ago to help him drive out Broken Star. Now he sank his teeth into Nightstar's shoulder with the same furiosity he had used against the former Shadow Clan leader. Nightstar squealed and twisted in Fireheart's grip. This Tom had not been made leader for nothing. Thought, thought Fireheart, struggling to hand, hang on. Nightstar, Nightstar scrabbled free, but Running Wing was ready. He pounced, and together the two warriors rolled across the frozen clearing. Fireheart watched them struggle and twist, t- timing his moment perfectly, so that when he finally leaped, he landed squarely on Nightstar's back. He grasped him more firmly this time, ready for the warrior to wriggle free, but Running Wing had also had also had a grip. Together, they scratched and bit the Shadow Clan leader till he screeched out loud. Then they released him, sp- springing backward with their claws still unsheathed. Nightstar leaped to his paws, spun around hissing. Fireheart saw the fury in his eyes, but the Shadow Clan leader knew he was beaten. He backed away, his eyes darting around the clearing, where his warriors were suffering similar treatment from the other Thunder Clan warriors. He gave the yell of retreat. Instantly, his warriors stopped fighting and, like their leader, backed into the gorse that surrounded the camp. The River Clan warriors were left alone to fend off Thunder Clan and Wind Clan. Fireheart paused to catch his breath, blinking blood from his eyes. Whitestorm was grappling with Leopard for now. With with Mouse, Mouse for his side, Sandstorm was battling with a Riverclan warrior almost twice her size, but her opponent was only half her speed. Fireheart watched Sandstorm nip and twist around him until the Riverclan warrior looked overwhelmed. Dustpaw was fighting a smoky black tom nearby. Fireheart recognized Blackclaw, the Riverclan warrior he had seen ch- chasing rabbits in the uplands. Dustpelt was stubbornly refusing to be coed by the blows and bites aimed at at him. Each time he was struck, the young warrior turned and gave a good, as good, and gave as good as he got. It looked as if he didn't need any help, but Fireheart guessed Dustpelt would not thank him for interfering in this in this fight. Where was Crooked Star? Fireheart. 
Fireheart searched for the clearing for the River Clan leader. It was it wasn't hard to find him. Now that Shadow Clan had run away, the clearing was less crowded. Fireheart soon spotted spotted the light colored tabby with the twisted jaw. He was crouching low, face to face with Tiger Claw. The two warriors stared at each other, their tails thrashing menacingly. Fireheart blood pounded through the, his veins as he waited for one of them to make a move. It was Crooked Star who leaped first, but Tiger Claw jumped nimbly aside and Crooked Star missed. Tiger Claw was more accurate. He turned his turned and lunged at Crooked Star's back. The Thunder Clan warrior grasped the River Clan leader with his long claws, and Crooked Star went limp beneath him. Fireheart watched breathlessly. breathlessly as Tiger Claw bared his teeth, lunged forward, and sank them deep in Crooked Star's neck. Fireheart gasped. Had Tiger Claw really killed the River Clan leader? Crooked Star's pain screech told Fireheart that Tiger Claw had missed Crooked Star's pain. Missed the. Wait, I lost my place. Sorry, guys. Tireclaw had missed the spine, but it was a blow to win the battle. Tireclaw released his opponent and let him race, yelling toward the camp entrance. As soon as Crooked Star's tail sh- shot out of sight, his warrior struggled free and pelted after him. In a heartbeat, the Wind Clan camp fell silent uh, from the hollow, uh, from the hollowing of the wind above the gorse. Fireheart stared around him. The Thunder uh, Thunder Clan lit. Warriors were tired and battered, but the Wind Clan cats looked far worse. Every one of them was bleeding, while some lay unmoving on the frozen ground. Barkface, their medicine cat, wasted no time in rushing from one cat to another, attending to their injuries. Tallstar limped toward Tiger Claw, blood dripping from his cheek, as he watched the Wind Clan leader. Fireheart remembered his dream from moon, moons ago. Tallstar had been silhouetted against a bright fire, like a warrior sent from Star Clan to save them. Fire will save the clan, according to Spotted Least prophecy. But looking at the Wind Clan cat, exhausted and beaten, Fireheart wondered if his dream had missiled mi- him. How could these cats re- represent the fire that Star Clan promised would save his clan? Surely it was Thunder Clan that had just saved Wind Clan again. Tallstar spoke quietly to ti- Tiger Claw. Fireheart couldn't hear the words they shared, but he couldn't. He could guess by Tiger Stars. What? A uh, tall stars. <laughs> Bowed head that the Wind Clan leader was acknowledging the debt he owed Thunder Clan. Tiger Claw sat straight up and accepted the thanks with his chin held high. Fireheart felt a wave of revulsion at the Dark Warrior's ignorance. He would never forget that Tiger Claw had stood and watched that watched while Leopard Fur was nearly ripped him, while Leopard Fur had nearly ripped him to shreds. Here, Fireheart was shaken off from his thoughts by the soft voice of the of Willowpelt, offering him a mouthful of medicine cat herbs. Fireheart purred his thanks as Willowpelt began squeezing the juice from the herbs into the bite marks on Fireheart's shoulders. The juice stung, but the smell took. The smell took him straight back to another time. With Spotted Leaf, she had given him the same herb to treat Yellowfang so many moons ago. As the odor of the herbs was- wafted up, Fireheart remembered his dream from the night before. Beware a warrior, Spotted Leaf had warned him. Beware of warrior? The truth washed over him like a chill wind. It wasn't Graystripe. He could have 
He should have been weary of that, but Tiger Claw. How could he have suspected his friend when he uh, when he knew what Tiger Claw was capable of? Suddenly, Fireheart was sure Ravenpaw had been telling the truth. Whatever Bluestar had said, seeing the Dark Warrior performance today, Fireheart realized that Tiger Claw could have easily killed Redtail and walked away without remorse. You fought well, Fireheart. Renewing interrupted his thoughts. Interrupted his thoughts. The brown tabby blinked warmly at Fireheart as he promised. I'll make sure Blue Star hears about it. Yes, yes, agreed Willowpelt. You're a fine warrior. Star Clan will honor you for this. Fireheart looked at them both, his ears twitching with pleasure. It was a re- relief to feel part of the clan again. Silently, Fireheart's fur prickled. Darkstripe was star- stalking across the clearing toward Tigerclaw. He sat down be- behind Tigerclaw and waited until the Wind Clan leader walked away. Then he leaned forward and whispered urgently into Tigerclaw's ear. The two warriors kept glancing toward Fireheart. He saw. Fireheart felt dizzy with horror when he saw me let Silverstream go. Are you okay? asked Willowpelt. Fireheart realized he'd shivered. Er, yes, sorry, just thinking. Tigerclaw was stalking toward him, eyes shining with spiteful satisfaction. Well, if you're sure, I'll go and see to some of the, some of the others. Meowed Willowpelt. Yes, fine, meowed Fireheart. Thanks. Willowpelt picked picked up her herbs and patted away. Running Wing followed her. Tigerclaw flattened his ears and drew back his lips in sorrow as he looked down at Fireheart. Darkstripe says you let a Riverclan she-cat escape. Fireheart realized that there was nothing he could say. No matter how difficult Graystripe had made things for him, he was no way that he was going to betray his friend to this warrior. He longed to yell back that Tigerclaw had stood and watched him while Riverclan warrior tried to kill him. But who else would? But who would believe him? Darkstripe padded up to stand beside Tigerclaw. Fireheart longed for the wisdom and fairness of the of Blue Star, but she was far away, back at the Center Clan camp. He took a deep breath, preparing to speak as Tigerclaw stared menacingly down at him. Then it dawned on Fireheart that any disloyalty he had shown on Graystripe's behalf meant nothing to this great warrior. This wasn't the real reason for Tigerclaw's perspective. Perspe- perspuction of him. The deputy was still afraid of what ter- Fireheart might might have. Ah, hold on. I need to flip the page. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Okay. That wasn't the real reason why Terror Club respected respection of him. The deputy was still afraid of what Fireheart might have learned from Ravenpaw about Redtail's death all those moons ago. But unlike Ravenpaw, Fireheart wasn't going to give in in to fear. His eyes challenged the dark deputy, and he growled. She escaped, yes, like Crooked Star escaped from you. Why? Did you want want me to kill her? Tigerclaw's tail lashed to the the cold ground. Darkstripe says you didn't even scratch her. Fireheart shrugged. Perhaps Darkstripe should chase after after the she-cat and ask ask her if she if it's true. Darkstripe looked ready to spit, but he remained silent as Tigerclaw spoke. He doesn't need to. Darkstripe tells me your young gray friend chased after her. Perhaps he'll be able to tell us how badly she was scratched. For the first time since they'd entered the battle, Fireheart felt the chill of the wind. The gleam in Tigerclaw's eyes, eye hinted that, uh, hinted at a vile threat. 
Had the Dark Warrior guessed about Greystripe's love for Silverstream? Fireheart was still still searching for words when Greystripe appeared, squeezing through the camp entrance. Look who's back, sneered Tireclaw. Do you want to ask him how the she-cat is? No way, I can guess this answer. It'll just tell me he didn't manage to catch up with her. Not bothering to disguise the scorn in, in his eyes, Tireclaw stalked away with Darkstripe behind him. Fireheart looked over at Greystripe. His friend, his friend's face was lined with exhaustion and worry. Fireheart padded across the clearing to meet him. Would Greystripe still be resentful of Fireheart's interference? Would he be angry that Fireheart had tried to attack Silverstream, or grateful that he'd let her go? Greystripe stood silently, his broad head hanging down. Fireheart reached forward with his nose and gently touched his friend's cold, gray flank felt Greystripe's rumbling fur and looked up. Greystripe gazed back at him. His eyes were sad, but there was no trace of the anger that Fireheart had seen him in them in lately. Is she okay? Fireheart asked under his breath. Yes, whispered Greystripe, and thanks for letting her go. Fireheart blinked at him. I'm glad she wasn't hurt, he mewed. Greystripe held his gaze for a moment, then meowed. Fireheart, you were right. The battle wasn't easy. It felt like I was fighting Silverstream's clanmates, not enemy war- warriors. He followed his eyes, ashamed, but I still can't give her up. The Grey Warrior's words filled fire- Fireheart with foreboding, but he couldn't help sympathizing with his friend. This is some place you, sh- you have to work out by yourself, he meowed. It's not m- my place to judge you. Greystripe looked up at Fireheart as Fireheart went on. Greystripe, whatever you decide to do, I will always be your friend. Greystripe stared at him, his eyes clouded with grief, relief, with relief and gratitude. Then, without speaking, the two warriors lay down side to side in the unfamiliar clearing. For the first time in moons, their fur was pressed together in friendship. Above them, a snow-heavy gorse offered them a brief shelter from the storm that raged over their heads. And that is the end of chapter 30 and the end of this book. I hope you guys liked it. Bye.